No, literally, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, I'm ready for the lights, I'm ready for the camera guy. The biggest podcast where you can learn them lessons. Line for line where you can learn from different sections. Made it out the mud, come tell your story, blessings. Never know who listening, never know who stressing. Devon gave you a voice, come speak your honest truth. Line for line, go ball for ball, it's up to you. Wanna talk sports, gov, and politics? Wanna talk about where you from and your accomplishments? The line for line is really where you need to be. A platform that's really made for folks like you and me. You can find it all no matter what you seek. Whether you calling or you listening, tune in every week. All right. And just like that, we're back at another episode of Line for Line. We have a very special young lady in the building. We'll let you introduce yourself to the world. Thank you so much for having me on, first of, course, of all. Of course. Um, my name is Angelina Palmer. I go to Tremper High School. I'm a junior currently, and um, I dance at Kenosha Academy Performing Arts. Nice. So before we get ready to get started, we'll do the cliche thing. Just tell people just a little bit about you, what it was like growing up in Kenosha. Yeah, so um, I've grown up my entire life in Kenosha, been here always. Um, I love the community that we have. I love all of the different cultures and just tons of like diversity here. I think it's beautiful, like between Milwaukee and Chicago, just like the way that we're like super interconnected, but it's still very much like homey and like mm -hmm. we have the lake and such classic places yeah. and downtown. It's super cool. So I've really enjoyed growing up here. How did you find out about Line for Line and what Line for Line yeah, was? So um, you actually contacted me and I had seen a few things like in the past of just like people being like, oh my God, like there's this guy with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then I just saw you like posting some places like Sanatosh Yoga and just places that I go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. Like I'm great that we're finding a way to just like connect as mm -hmm. um, Kenosha as a whole and just like be together and that there's someone like representing everyone. I think yeah. it's super cool. And that's what it's all about. We really exactly. like, especially me growing up, we didn't right. have that outlet that really like was for the everyday Joe, you know, right. like, and I'm not throwing anyone under the bush, but let's say oh, like actually. a Kenosha news, they'll like right. hype someone up if they're doing something good, you know, mm -hmm. like not just everyone giving like the everyday struggles of everyday life, you know, and yeah. that's really how I found in my platform to just give everyone that's that so voice, cool. you know. That's fantastic. So what was it like growing up for, for you in Kenosha? Like what sports did you play? What activities um, were you? I did a little bit of everything growing up. Like I was putting all the like recreational sports, uh -huh. like it was all just like for fun. It was nothing super serious, but I did like soccer and basketball oh, nice. and like t-ball. I did um, some gymnastics for a while too. And then I've been dancing ever since I was three. Oh my gosh, since yeah. three and you're six. 16, 17 yeah, now? I'm 16. Oh my gosh. So how, how hard has it been to keep up the dance over the years? Because obviously <laughs> yeah. you have to get better, elevate, and just focus it's on it. It's definitely not completely linear 24-7, and there's definitely highs and lows, as mm -hmm. there is like with everything. Um, but I think just keeping that passion alive and like finding that burning passion in it and being like, this is such a beautiful way to express myself. Um, and just finding that love and that outlet is mm -hmm. really what transformed it to be something that is so big and like such a huge part of my life. Yes, but what would you say has been the hardest part for dance over the years for you? Um, I think the hardest part about dance, um, like we kind of just discussed, is staying passionate and like keeping it going no matter what. Because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of like the ideal body type and like all these stereotypes within dance that you need to fit this specific like cookie cutter version of what a ballet dancer or a perfect dancer is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think things with like body image and just the fact that you have to stare at yourself in a mirror for hours and hours at a time and people just telling you, you're doing this wrong with your body, you're doing this wrong with your body. Um, and just finding a way to navigate through all that and mm -hmm. really find it within myself to just like keep it going and be like, you know what, you want to do this so bad, like you're here for a purpose. This is like what you, if you want to do it, like you just 
got to keep going. Yes, ma'am. Who have been some of your influences with this dance over the time for you? Um, definitely the owner of my dance studio, Annie Hackett. Um, my dance studio is Kenosha Academy Performing Arts. Um, she, ever since I was three, she was my first ballet teacher I ever had. No way. And she's been with me pretty much this whole way, always there, having my back, always texting me whenever I'm doing like cool things and auditioning and getting into places. Um, she's just been like so proud of me and such a, it's just such a beautiful connection that we have. Um, just to be able to like always at the end of the day, like come back to each other because I was at the beginning of her studio and now they're celebrating their 16th year. Mm -hmm. I'm 16 years old. So it's kind of like we've grown together in a way. It's yes, cool. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So when was it that you first got with her? It was three years old mm -hmm. and it was always at the Kenosha Academy yeah. Performing Art. Yeah. So it's been there for that many years. Yeah, like, I've definitely had a lot of other teachers and mentors besides her um, just because she's such a successful businesswoman. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it's always Annie at the end of the day. Yeah. She's always been there. So tell us a little bit about the process of um, doing like recitals and things of that, auditions and everything like that. Yeah, so there's definitely a prep that goes into it. There's a lot of hard work and training in and out of the studio. It's a lot more than like people would think because we spend time 24-7 in the studio dancing, working on technique and things like that. But also outside the studio, you need to be doing like strength training and like oh, wow. flexibility 24-7. I like to run a lot. I go to yoga. I do Pilates. It's a ton of stuff like in and out 24-7, just staying like in the best shape because you need to, you know, have that strength and speed and agility to push through like really long pieces, mm -hmm. but um, also have that like toned physique where it's like good to perform and you're like good to go and you can like kick that leg up all mm -hmm. the way to your nose whenever you <laughs> whenever necessary yeah 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 so have you had the chance to be like an extra in like any big music videos or anything like that yeah yeah that would be super cool that's definitely on the bucket list for sure um i think some of my biggest accomplishments personally were um i went to this Ballet Austin this summer. Um, I went to Austin, Texas, and I trained right. with their faculty and Ballet Austin's like committee and things. Um, and that was a super cool opportunity to just like go all the way out. I like moved into a college dorm for three weeks. What? We were like dancing five days a week, training with like a real professional company. Yeah. Um, and that really like flipped the switch for me. Like, hey, I want to dance professionally. I love this. This is so cool. And like the audition process before that with like the prep and the training and just everything around it, I was just like, wow, this is just fantastic. And it like opened up a big light for me. Nice. Now, do they have dancing and everything like that at the collegiate level as well, too? Yeah, they do. You can actually um, get your bachelor's of fine arts in dance, um, which is what I plan to do. I plan to double major in college. Um, and yes, you can just really take it all the way there. You can go professional. You can dance in professional companies. You can go tour. Um, and that's pretty much like that would be the dream for me. That would be to the do the touring part. Or yeah, to be in a ballet company and just be able to like share with tons of different people, make super like cool connections and just um, grow within the community that dance is. Yes, now, has there ever been a time where you maybe didn't think dance ballet were for you? Yeah, um, definitely during the pandemic, I actually quit for a while oh, no. just because we went completely virtual and I was just like at home, like taking classes, like from my computer, like in my family room. And I was like, this just isn't really it right now. And everyone was obviously going through so much at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of like mental things as well. And just being like, I don't even know like what the future holds at this point. So it definitely knocked me down for a little bit. But once I got back in the studio and got back within the community, 
community, I like reignited that passion once again. What would be that piece of motivation that you would give to the young lady who may have lost her passion for fine arts? Yeah, exactly. I would just say you need to find it within yourself. Like what I do whenever I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's just not happening right Mm now. I just hang out in my room, turn all the lights off, maybe (laughs) flick a little candle on (laughs) and just play some really cool, like vibey, contemporary R&B kind of music and just flow, move the way that I want to move and just find like what I want to do and like new things and just like look in the mirror and be like, okay, like that's kind of cool. Like I'm literally just moving right now, even thinking about it. And then just like from there, I'm like, okay, like, let's take that in the studio. Like, let's see what we can do. Um, And I would just say for like, especially a young girl who wouldn't be completely there at that level or like know how she wants to move her body or like all these different things like that. um, It's just really putting yourself out there Mm because you don't know until you try 100 percent. And I think finding those successes within the audition process and within like going to workshops and being recognized by people with like bigger names, Mm -hmm. um, it just it really put me there. And I think for a young girl, just putting yourself out there and just working hard and showing people. You don't have to prove to every single person in the room. You don't have to be the best dancer in the room to get recognized. They just want to see your passion. They want to see your hard work and they want to see that dedication and that you really want it. Mm -hmm. How is it that you find yourself to stay in tunnel vision when you do have people critiquing your every move, having to look in the mirror 24-7 as well Mm -hmm. too, just looking at yourself all day? Yeah, that's definitely the hardest part of the whole thing in general. Um, But for me, I just, I, it's a very like focus on yourself kind of sport or art form. Um, And yes, like we do have to perform in groups and be able to move together as a unit. Um, But at the end of the day, you need to find your strengths. And I hate to say it like this, but compare it to other people's weaknesses. And when I'm at an audition, I'm looking around and I'm like, all right, well, that girl can only balance for three seconds. So let me balance for five right next to her. Mm -hmm. And just try to get their eyes moving. Try to do something different. Try to give them more. Try to show them more artistry and just do something else to be like, oh, she's like, yeah, maybe she can't like hold her leg all the way up to her face for like 20 seconds, but she's doing something else different. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. So what is it that you plan to do when you get to college with it as well, too? Is, is that something that will start right away or do classes take place first and then dance starts? How does that work? Yeah, so you're always learning in dance. You never, like, completely make it because it is, like, a desire for per- perfection kind of sport. Mm-hmm. Um But you can't really achieve perfection, obviously. Um, And so just focusing and honing in on that technique always, that's what you do when you go to college is they just continue to push that technique and training. But also college for dance is more about developing you and your artistry and moving out of that studio. It's going to go from like, here's the steps, do them to here's the steps, do them the way that you want to kind of thing. So developing and finding you within dance. Yes, yes. Do you have any big events coming up or anything big happening for you coming up? Yeah, actually tomorrow, tonight, after this interview, I'm going to be going to Chicago um, to compete in the Youth American Grand Prix, which is the largest international ballet competition um, (laughs) for the youth. And I'm super stoked, obviously a little nervous, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to be performing two dances. I'm going to do a contemporary dance and then a classical variation on point. Nice, nice. Now, what are some type of music songs, excuse me, that get you hyped up when you're getting ready to go do your thing? Um, I definitely like to keep it more chill and I don't want to get like too hyped because (laughs) then I'm just going to like explode on the stage. I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. because you have to have that like poise and etiquette within ballet. And I think it's taught me a lot about like myself and how to carry myself personally Mm -hmm. within being in that environment. Um, So I definitely listen to more 
chill kind of music. I love Frank Ocean. What? That's <laughs> that guy. Frank Ocean. Yeah, so Frank much. Ocean's that guy. Um, he's definitely super good. Also, like SZA and just a lot of like that classic, like not classic R and B, but that new R and B. It mm-hmm. it keeps me inspired and it keeps me going, but it's also like. It's the good feel for the good soul. Are, yeah. yeah, not the dirty stuff that they got out there as well, too. Yeah. As we get ready to close out, what would you say is it, it is that you would like to be remembered for when it comes to dance, ballet, classical arts? I would 100% like to be remembered for um, that girl who is just resilient, mm-hmm. who is just not afraid to try something new, not afraid to just get in there, even if I'm going to make like a fool of myself or try something crazy new, just (laughs) attempt it and give it my full effort and never be like, oh, she was just in the classroom, like not even like trying or like just sitting out for half of it and being like, oh, I don't feel like dancing. I'm tired. I want, I would love people to think, oh, wow, like Angie kept pushing, even though it was super hard. And, um, I would love for other girls at my studio to like, find inspiration within that, too. And that's a part of why I also teach at my dance studio. Oh, wow. I assist some of my teachers. Um, this morning, I was actually teaching classes. And um, I love the fact that I can just pass it on to younger girls and give them my piece of advice. And um, it's super great. I really adore the community. And I'm ready to make it more of like a positive place and more welcoming. Yeah. Uh, there was one more question, though. <laughs> yeah. How is it that you find comfortability in the shoes that you guys have to wear oh my big gosh. Yeah, on I your toes? Because I looked into it. And I'm just like, that looks really uncomfortable. Like, what's <laughs> no, up with that? No, it definitely that? can be at some points. But you find a shoe that's tailored to you. So there's tons of different brands. There's tons of different models and makes of it. It's almost like a car. You, uh-huh. like, <laughs> you get like all the different parts and put it together. Yeah. And um, you have eventually we'll find your shoe that's right for you but it definitely took me a while and you are balancing on the top of your big toe Mm. basically when you're dancing so the support of the shoe um, makes it hurt a lot less but there are times um, where it is a little bit painful where you have to get those calluses you have to like the calluses from the monkey bars when you're a kid you get them like on your feet it's it's kind of gross I don't get pedicures but (laughs) (laughs) but Yeah, it just it, it ends up like making you stronger if you like blister and then it calluses over and then eventually like you you go without the pain. Yes, ma'am. Well, with that being said, young lady, we just wrapped up an amazing episode of Lifeline. Fantastic. We appreciate you for having time Thank to come so by. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You calling? Are you listening? Tune in every week. Lifeline. Oh yeah, I'm going Lifeline.